Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Hey! Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. Them the thick ass kids. This is Primetime. Prime We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Uh, I don't hear you. I don't hear you either, but your microphone is most definitely on. Yeah, try that one. Try that one. Check. check. Hey, yeah! Hey. Big zoo! Big zoo! Silly me for thinking the microphone that was right in front of me yeah. would be the one that I would use. <clears throat> Let me just switch that's that That's twice out. that's happened recently. Why? I, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, panic for the producer there when that goes I, down. Just, hey, big news. <laughs> we got big news? Well, you know, they're building out our studios here. Yes. At, yes. Uh, uh, Odyssey. Where are we? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're Odyssey. Here, we're down here on Thurman. Thurman. Under the shadows, we're the trolls of the uh, the Portland radio scene. We're in the shadows of the four or five bridge, which is real quick. The homeless situation over here, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've swept it, and now they're right back. That Boy, you aren't kidding. Oh, I mean, it's, I just want people to know. Oh, they're back. We watched force. them sweep the other day, and it was this big old yeah. operation. Huge yeah. truck, yes. moving stuff. And they did. Cleaning they, stuff. They did. They, yeah. It's all gone. The mattress pile's gone. Dude, they are all back. Yeah. I mean, they're it, just in a slightly different area. But the one, like, what this, is the point of that? I don't. Well, I, they got rid of the mattresses, and I guess um, they cleaned up a little. Yeah, and the one lady who had like, there's one lady that's dug in right there on Thurman. Like, she's got a setup. She's always the one that has that big bonfire going. She's on the sidewalk, and I do feel like they've cut her from like an entire. Let's go like a seventy foot radius of a uh, sidewalk. I think they've got her down to about twenty five. Agreed. It's, it's condensed, mm-hmm. so not but, for long. But yeah, no, she'll spread. But I'll tell you what, though, especially last night was really nasty. That that territory under the bridge that has to be prime real estate. Like, you, oh, because you get cover. You get you get tons of cover, but you're not like under an like a like an overpass where it's like a, a like slanted and it's it's very narrow. That's like big open area. That's like Montana. For the urban campers. Well, the, you know, the, the trade-off is those people pay higher property taxes yeah. for their well, I, I tent come, dwelling. I'm being dead serious about this. I had this thought today as I was driving through, and I saw because the, the, the encampments under the bridge, dude, they are back in force and set up with tables and chairs, and it's a whole thing. So who decides... Who gets that? Because I'm, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, I think it's first come, first serve, right? Is it? Can I sure. just, can, but can I move in too? Can I move in next to you? Because it's a ton of space. I bet that is a source of some arguments. Yeah. But like, I just don't know how that works because in all of Portland. Well, different places are popular now because it's raining again. Yes. This has to be like 
one of the better spots. Yeah, this is like lakefront property, but for the the urban camper. Yeah, because I mean, you're pretty close to services down yes. here too. Yes, and I'm telling you, look at the area you have that the bridges cover, but they're high. It's like a vaulted ceilings. It's mm. very nice. Yeah, for you know, you know what your your situation is. And so if you look, those areas, some of the other areas, not so much. They haven't bounced back. But underneath the bridge, underneath the 405, that thing was back within like six hours. Yeah. They're not giving that up. Killer views. Yes. I don't know why you were saying that. Well, we were Where t- were we? Uh, oh, I was going to tell you. Yeah, you were big telling news. me some big news about where we're at because we were building we're the at building. Odyssey. And, you know, we're at Odyssey. You guys know here. that? Odyssey Portland. Yes. Northwest Portland. Yes. Uh, we are in a temporary studio, but we're in a new building. In the new building. Well, we're in a closet, really. In the new building, there is uh, they're building out our studios, and I was just over there talking to Adam, mm-hmm. who is in, uh, kind of putting the finishing touches on it. He was soldering things yesterday. He was doing that again today, yeah. and which he's was kind of cool. And he's got one of like those light monocle things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little headlamp action. It looks yeah. like he's doing important work. It sure does. That I can't understand. I don't solder anything. So he says that we will be into our new studio, which will be our permanent studio. Yes. Thursday. Like... Of this week. Get right the hell out of town. The day after tomorrow. That's mm. what he's saying. That's a bold now. It's a bold statement. So all the microphones are in. They uh-huh. are hooked up. Yeah. They even got cool, awesome hanging microphones for, for the main talk show hosts. Yes. Other people can F off. <laughs> Dusty um, doesn't get them. Screw him. There are four uh, TVs. And I asked him, I said, well, are the TVs hooked up? He said, no. They're up. They're on the wall. It looks pretty. Sure. But I'm like, well, what... What's going on there? He's like, well, there's a whole person in charge of that at corporate. There's a TV person? There's a, yes. There's, he said, we are waiting to hear what they want us to do because he said they want us to, to have, you know, HDMIs and like be able to stream anything to any of the, t- you know, there's four of them, sure. big, big TVs in there. Yeah. And so it's very complicated. All you right. know, it's like, what are we going to put on this one? Well, I want to put this game on that one. I want to put that, you know, this on that one. Isn't there just a remote? Well, I don't think we're getting cable is the thing. Uh, I think they want to set it up. So I get, apparently there's this whole intricate paradigm yeah. to which they have to set it up, by which they have to set it up from corporate, Building. and they're waiting for the, uh, that directive. So what I was getting at was I believe that will never happen. Mm. He said, well, hopefully we'll get it soon. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Okay. And then I said, what do you think the over-under is? He said, I can't put a number on that. <laughs> like, all right, how about this? I'm going to blow your mind. Yeah. I bet it never happens. So you think the TVs just hang yes. dead? That's what I'm going to predict. Interesting. Yeah. Well, can at that point, can I just like bring an HDMI cord and like hook it up to my computer? Exactly and why I think that's go up, like, what's going to happen. I can just go off my Amazon Prime account. and. Well, I think that's kind of what they're looking. So we no longer get computers. Yeah. We have monitors, right? Yes. So they don't, they don't buy computers. They just no. give you a monitor so yeah. you can... You can flash. They do give us laptops, yeah. so you can flash your laptop up to a monitor. Do whatever you want. So in that studio, it looks like there's lots of great technology. Mm-hmm. There's none. There are uh, <laughs> monitors and TVs that don't work. That's it. <laughs> but it looks nice. And some microphones. It looks, it looks and amazing. S- more importantly, it smells tremendous. Yes. I love the smell of it. Well, I, mean, I don't know what that smell it's is. It's like new car smell for studios. It's it great. is. New studio it's smell. It's really, really Unlike nice. Unlike the old studio where the carpet had been there probably since 1989 and had not been cleaned. Right. And it smelled like, I don't know, John Lund, Kenny Vance, and Poor Decisions. Like, it, we had a pair of socks that were in the corner. We had snakes wanting to take up residence. Those socks were there right. for like three years. Dude, snakes. Snakes. And the towel? Let's snakes. not forget the towel. Look, I'd rather battle the snake than I would the towel. 
There was that weird blue towel that hung in the bathroom for how long? Yeah, a long time. I and mean, it just... It's probably still there. And it was just... It was hard and crusty. I don't know what was happening there, but, like, snakes, come on. You're telling me... I, I'll it's wrangle, kind of a big deal. I'll wrangle a snake versus that thing. Here... Yeah, Those snakes? It smells great. The ones I saw were, like, 15 feet. You're not dealing with it. Unwranglable. <laughs> Wranglable. Sure. Unwranglable. <laughs> Jared Golf could do it. Jared Golf. So, He'd be wearing a yarmulke and he would rope that sucker in. We're in on Thursday. Now, what does this mean to the listener? Absolutely nothing. Because the, the, the temporary might, like, are we in? It's still not going to be a permanent setup because they have to they have to replace all of our servers and stuff ah, up at the tower. But it's a work and we're, we're progressing. The moon tower. <laughs> it's part of the moon tower, full cake. We I are think your hardware is going to be better. I think, you, yeah. I think the sound is going to yes. be better on stuff, but I think that, you know, I don't think I'll be working off a board necessarily. I think the servers aren't going to be Correct. in yet. So Correct. Uh, it's going to be kind it's of a halfway house. Of you, know, you know what this is? It's baby steps. That's right. It's baby steps to big boy radio. That's right. We're not putting our big boy pants on yet, but we're putting our big boy panties on. It's, all, it's, it's a step. It's all going to be run off computer like it is right now, yeah. which uh, is, you know, I don't know. The listener probably doesn't care. But I think uh, Buck is correct in that we are now going to be in a soundproof room with – with high quality microphones, yeah, it should sound great. Beginning on Thursday, yeah, so it should. Until then, eh, just look, deal with it. All and, right? and we're all dealing. And with it. as Pete says, no snakes. <laughs> as far as you know, things are looking up. But we do have a guy that takes a dumper out in front of our building. See, I, that. that doesn't bother me. The snakes. <laughs> you can walk around that. Bothers That's me right. a little. Yeah, not yeah, me, not at not, all. Although I'll give you, he's it's unpleasant. Dro- he's dropped a couple of those. I don't know who does it, but someone cleans it up pretty like like quickly. Well, they're the people that whoever runs this building. Yeah, they're they're, they're all over. They're on it. Yeah, they're all over. Yeah, they're not going to let that. And this is a nice building. Yeah, like, they're not going to. They let- like power wash that away. And uh, the best is there's two guys. And you think they just have the little poop bags like you do with the dogs? And- I'm going to go pressure washer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You just kind of. I mean, you, I don't know. You, I don't. Not not my department. Well, I guess it's the same thing as picking up. Although know. it probably will be soon, I'm guessing. <laughs> You'll be in charge. to be like, look. Uh, you get a little badge. Got a little and- extra work for you. <laughs> I feel like you make a lot of money around here. So uh, maybe you could uh, <laughs> take this pressure washer here. <laughs> look, if you. Well, I was going to say that the pressure washer would be stolen. But if you could just have like a, a hose, I, I'll hose it off. Like if you had a hose there that was just in uh, like a little uh, like yeah. a, a bundle, you just volunteered yourself to be homeless poop cleaner. Well, I'm not saying that I would go out of my look. If I'm walking in the building, and there it is, like you, you're like ah, that, there it that is. happened the other day. Yeah, I guess. yeah, it was there. Curtin Sprague yeah. tweeted about it. Yeah, we just sidestepped. They it. tweeted a turd. <laughs> well, uh, the, when I came in the other day, he was um, he was putting it between his not the the turd. He had the needle between his toes, which I don't know if I've ever seen that in person, and I don't know why the toes kind of freaked me out but it, it did a little bit i i wasn't prepared for that one i wasn't prepared for his foot um it was interesting but like in between the toes but if i'm walking in and i see it there and there was a hose i would take the 30 seconds and i would wash it you know off the steps because that you're just picking you know just picking up a hose and you know it's a little power wash yeah now, much th- like the snakes i'll just step over it <laughs> well, and then complain about it yeah it, look some of us need to be men of action yeah and if it comes if it takes me. me now i'm not gonna pick it up i i got limits i'm not bagging that i do that enough at home with the dogs but i'll i'll, I'll pressure wash something and someone says when you think it when you say that it should sound better does that mean you expect the sound levels to be the same from source to source and mic to mic I don't know about that. It's, it's, Hopefully. That's a one day. 
We'll need an engineer in to uh, answer that question. Yeah. One day I think we'll get there, but right now... I know. That's annoying for you out there. It's baby steps. Thank you for sticking with us. But that happens all the time on TV. You're like watching a show and and it's, you know, like if you're watching Game of Thrones and they're talking down here, you know, whatever. Why does that happen? And then it ends and it goes to next on HBO. You're like, oh my God. There's so many people ticked off at you right now. It happens. (laughs) Dude, it blows me away. And like network TV is even worse. Like the commercials are 17 times louder than the actual program. I don't understand that. I think it's to get your attention. (laughs) Oh, you think it's on purpose? I do think it's on purpose. purpose. I do. I think they buzz the tower. Look, when they want you to know that the fifth dentist finally caved and everyone's recommending Trident, they want you to know it, and they're coming at you hard. But don't you think like that's counterintuitive because your instant uh, reaction is to turn it down? But you're paying attention. I, I think the their thought is, you know, if you're watching TV already, you may be looking away or doing something else, and uh, hey, it snaps your head up mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you, uh, it, it, it got you, perked yeah. you up, yeah. You know, don't tell me for one second that you're not aware of oh 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 Ozempic. I tell you, you know, what, and it's it's very loud, but it it gets you. Perhaps that's why our our ads are much louder than our there you go certain microphones. <laughs> it happens. Odyssey and knows what's up. You don't really need to hear us, but JG Wentworth needs to let you know that if you have a structured settlement and you need cash now, where do you call? We all know. We know. Well, guys, big day. Busy day. It was a big day. A lot of sport. Lot, yeah, a lot of ins and outs and a firings lot of sport. and trades yeah. and yeah. stuff going down. Well, we've got our Jamboree at four, and we'll talk about uh, the Auburn opening, but also the college football playoff rankings will be released today. Yes. So which, that'll be in the 4 o'clock Which hour. we can all freak out about, and uh, even though they mean <clears throat> absolutely nothing. And then we have the NFL trade deadline, a lot of moves. It was the most active NFL trade deadline uh, day of all time. Great for the sport. Great for the midseason. 100%. Absolutely. And there were some actually decent names. Awesome day. Some of them make sense and others like the Lions that I'm still trying to figure out, but okay. Remember when you used to talk about the Lions being good? I wanted, How do you feel about that? Well, look. That was we, like three weeks ago. We knew where this was heading, but I wanted to go on this adventure with Dan Campbell, but it's not... It's not working out, man. I'm still holding in. I'm still holding in that that Dan Campbell can get one more year, and maybe next year is that money meal for us. Were you always in on Dan Campbell, or is this a little bit no. of the Hard Knocks hype? No, it was Hard Knocks okay. hype. When Dan Campbell got hired and he was talking about biting kneecaps, I was like, oh, my God. Well, Hard Knocks, he was great on Hard Knocks. He was. You, you did. It, you instantly liked him. Yeah, you had a three toes, one ass cheek. We're, like, that guy. And didn't they win a game at one point? And then you were like, oh. Yeah. Here and they come. And their offense looked great. Like the offense, the offense was dynamite. Well, they put up forty five on Seattle, but Geno Smith put up forty eight yeah. or something. Dude, I was all in on the Lions, and now it's you know it's it's not so much. They beat Washington. Well, you know, lots of people beat Washington, and they almost beat Philly. How about that? The Philly as good as they are now. Yeah, they came back in that. The final score of that game was thirty eight thirty five. Yeah, I think that was the one where Philly was up big, and then Detroit um, came back for a while there. Like the first four weeks, Detroit had either the one or, or second best offense yeah. in the NFL, and you know. It, it's kind of gone south. It's kind of gone south. Anyway. Now they're, they're making a deal, and I don't understand why they did it, but, you know. So we'll get to all that. Steve Nash uh, turfed. <laughs> Brooklyn uh, drama continues. Wait till you hear who they're hiring. Yeah, it's the most Brooklyn Nets thing ever. It really I, is. I enjoy that the Nets are just leaning into as the, what is it, days of our lives or as the world turns or whatever soap opera, whatever story you want to want. I love that they're just going all in with it. Just go make Alex Jones your like player, uh, like, like director of player development, and just put the cherry on top. They're the NBA's petty reality show. Yes, 
The Real Housewives of the Brooklyn Nets. I feel like the NBA is an, is one giant reality show. Well, it's certainly a players' league, and they carry the most juice. So, I mean, know. it's like one bit of drama after another. Yeah, and when you're good, like Myers Leonard said one thing, and yeah, it was a really bad thing. And boy, that dude got punted to the moon. Kyrie Irving, on the other hand, can just do the meh. I, Twenty dumb things, and he's still here. Yeah, no one gives a rip. Boy, ain't that the truth? Yeah, well, it pays to be good. And if you're Myers Leonard, the the, the 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 whole what is the lesson, the moral moral of the story is if you're going to be anti-Semitic, you better be a lot better than Myers Leonard. That's the moral of this story. Then you can hate on some people. All right, let's get started with our poll question next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, here's today's poll question. As always, it is on Twitter, at 1080thefan. AAA Heating and Cooling is the sponsor. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, today we're asking you, which deadline deal will help its team the most. Roquan Smith to the Ravens. Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Christian McCaffrey to the Niners. Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. Well, let me say, for the record, like some of these trades inevitably, and there was, what, nine or ten of them today, and then a couple others that happened, like you know the McCaffrey trade happened last week. Um you know, not all of these are going to be home runs. Like, on paper, most of these make sense. You can see why, you know, teams are doing it. For the most part, it's teams that are uh, punting on on this season and maybe even next season, see, like the Lions, and, you know, and and, and moving on and, and pushing chips into the future, or, you know, going out and getting Calvin Ridley, right? If you're, uh, if you're Jacksonville, you're just saying, well, this year doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. We'll put it into next year. And other teams that think they can be contenders and think they're a piece or two away. See the Dolphins, see the Ravens, see the Niners, see the Eagles. So it's not a matter of which team's going to help your team win a, or which player is going to help your team win a Super Bowl. That can't be the way that you view these things. Not everyone's going to be Von Miller, but I think of the players that could make the biggest impact, uh, I think it's Christian McCaffrey. 
I think Christian McCaffrey with a Niners team, which I think right now has the third or four best Super Bowl odds, and when healthy, I, I think are as good as anyone in the a- in NFC. Uh, I think McCaffrey brings uh, a, a bigger upside than any of those others. I mean, Quinn isn't what he once was, but in that lineup there in Philly, he's not going to be asked to do a lot other than rush the quarterback 20, 25 times a game, and he can certainly do that. Rokon Smith, or Rokon, uh, Smith plugged into the Ravens. Great linebacker. Uh, that's, I think, a Ravens team that is is vastly underrated. And then Chubb to the Dolphins. Um, I think for the Dolphins, that's more about they just didn't want to pay him. And that's the other one. You know, when you look at some of these moves, it's C teams that just don't feel like you paying. the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. They just don't feel like Bradley Chubb is going to be worth um, what he's going to command in the offseason. And remember, he's missed 24, 26 games uh, in the NFL since being drafted. So I think when you look at, like, Hawkinson, you look at Chubb, those are very productive, good players. And I think you're seeing those teams either, like, with the Lions saying, hey, we're not ready to do anything yet, or Broncos saying we're going to lose him next year because we're not willing to pay him. So I think there there's reasons for all of these, but McCaffrey to the Niners, I think if he stays healthy, that has a chance to take a team and and go from a contender to possibly a, a Super Bowl contender, like a, a legit threat to get there if McCaffrey can be what what he is when he's healthy. Well, there you go. Vote on our Twitter poll question at 1080thefan. The only thing we ask when you vote here, you must vote hard. Um, yeah, I was just looking at the odds, the Super Bowl odds. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking about this today, I'm like, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Yeah. After that, who who are the best teams after those three? Those three have clearly separated themselves so far. Yes. And, you know, you can make a case for the Ravies or uh, maybe even the Cowboys with Dak back. But, yeah, the Niners are, are fourth if, in terms of odds from yeah. uh, Vegas. Well, we, we know. Sam so, says, Buffalo, odds on favorite by a hands billion. Hands down. Uh, then the Eagles, not too far behind. Then the Chiefs and then the Niners, but they're a distant fourth. Yeah, when you look at San Francisco and – Again, when healthy, and this, I just feel like this is, we say this about the Niners every year. Is this not the most injury riddled team? I swear to God. I I know it's crazy. I feel like every year we're like, well, if the Niners could just stay healthy and they never do, but if they stay healthy, it's as good, if not the best defense in the NFL, there is limitations there with Jimmy Garoppolo. We all know that, but they've been to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. They were a play away from the Super Bowl last year with Garoppolo and when you talk about a, a three-headed monster, again, if they can stay healthy with Debo, with Kittle, with McCaffrey, I'll throw in Juszczyk in there, who's really dynamic out of that H-back uh, fullback position, throw in Ayuk. I mean, it is a really, really freaking good offense. Uh, you just wish they had a little more firepower at quarterback, but why not the Niners? They've been there. They've proven they can get there uh, last year. And I think this is a better team than what they had last year when healthy. So I have no issue with the Niners being there. I still think Philly deserves the clear number one spot in the NFC. But if we're talking NFC powers and and we're going to say Philly's number one, I I think it's a coin. Like, are you talking Dallas? Who else are you talking about in the NFC? I think Dallas is pretty good because of their defense. They were close to getting Brandon Cooks today, but they couldn't get the deal done. Yeah, so I go – that's the one I – Vikings. I'm surprised. Yeah, Minnesota. You forget about Minnesota sitting there, what, what, six and one? I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. No, but I mean – My Seahawks. If if you told me that you had to rank the NFC, I I, I would go Philly. I would go San Francisco number two. 
And I and I'm sorry about the record. I think and I think Minnesota's a good team. I think people are sleeping on Minnesota, but I'll take a healthy San Francisco over the over the Vikings. Do you know what the I saw this today, the playoff um games would be if the season ended today, which is, you know, pertains to nothing, but it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, of course the Eagles would get the bye. Yeah. They would get the winner of the Cowboys playing at the Falcons. <laughs> the first place. Atlanta Falcons. Well, if Carolina had just not est the bed in such a gargantuan fashion. And did you watch the end of that game? Yeah, I saw all of it. I mean, it was amazing. It was. It's as good. I can't believe I was that glued to a Falcons Panthers game. Well, I did because I had money on it, but it was fine because the spread was four, so I felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. But it was it was dangerous for there for a second. I was sweating bullets because my fear was is that once it went to overtime, I'm like, great, the Falcons are going to go score a touchdown and screw me over. Exactly. So I had the I had the the Panthers plus four. So you get the amazing. But you can always count on Marcus Mariota, can't you? <laughs> always. <laughs> he kicked. He kicked me that field goal. Thank you. But like, well, the, he threw basically the he he lost the game, game. with the interception. Yeah. The kicker missed the damn kick. He misses and he gets the. If you didn't see, that was in overtime. That was in overtime. Now but, I don't know if you guys have spent really time on this, but what do you make of the Seahawks at this point? Are they a playoff team? Well, yeah, okay. they're they're a playoff team. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes. And uh, not only that, but I think they're going all the way because Geno Smith can't be stopped. <laughs> so I was just looking at the odds. They're you think now, they can win the division? Uh yeah, well they're gonna it's gonna be tough, but sure that that team's good. I'm sorry, watch them play. They're good. Yeah. So you were cut off. What were you saying? We've got oh, we're, we're backed up. We're here. Back I, up. I've got the rest of the NFC playoff picture. Buck asked a question about the Seahawks. How you do, were making how did the we point. end up on the Lions? We weren't on the Lions. We were talking about the Falcons. Oh, we're talking about the, that was right. Had good Car- heavens. Had Carolina not s the bed, yes, the, those Carolina yes, Panthers, they would be in this. They would be in first place, right? The Carolina Panthers instead it's- should be in first place <laughs> right now with PJ Walker. What? Instead, it's Atlanta. So I, the one game would be Dallas Atlanta. I can't process that right now. The other two games would be Seattle hosting the Giants, which we just saw. Yeah. And the winner of that would play the winner of the Niners at the Vikings. I mean. Tell me the Seahawks can't get to the championship game in that uh, bracket right there. There's a lot of football left to be played. Well, and, of course. And their defense is not good. But it's getting better. Good team, man. It's, it's getting better. I'm what, telling you. It was 29-30, 31st, and, and now you look at a lot of the categories and they're, they're climbing up into like 23rd to 26th. It's trending in the right way. Their odds are, are plummeting. Yeah. They were 10,000 the other day. And now they're 7,000. Well, if their defense continues to improve, and this can end up being like somewhere in the 17 to 21, right? With this offense and an NFC that, look, doesn't particularly scare you. I mean, we were just talking about it. I mean, outside of Philly, you have giant question marks across the board. Yeah, I think they, one, I think they can be a playoff team 100%. Sitting there at five and three, I think they, they might be able to make some noise, but I don't think that they're... I don't think that they're true contenders. Well, they're underdogs again this week, and they're playing Arizona. And yeah. they've already beaten Arizona, right? Yeah, that was the one where Kyler Murray put up, I believe, nine points? Yeah. They nine beat him handily. Points. They beat Arizona handily. And why are they underdogs at in Arizona where Arizona doesn't win home games? Explain that to me. Because no one... No one respects the Seahawks, man. No, they don't. Well, one, again, defense is terrible. And two, when you get a label, uh, it's hard to shake the label. It just is. But eventually, if you know Seattle keeps stacking up these wins, and you know eventually someone's going to take them seriously. But at the same time, like Seahawks fans should should take a, a deep breath here. And you saw it; Seattle didn't make a move at the trade deadline. Look, they're competing their ass off, but they're one of. Uh oh, 
think we lost your mic. I think we lost my mic. There's my mic. Hello? Are we? Are we Sports are? Radio Talk? Yeah. yeah. Something just glitched on the computer here, but we are all good. <laughs> hey, we're doing all right. Fantastic. Like, Seattle didn't make a move at the deadline, nor should they. This is still a rebuilding process. And so if you're Seattle, whatever happens this year is gravy. You're still one of a, a few teams that are going to end up with two first-round picks next year. you got a lot of draft capital coming your way. And you've got a pretty good young core here. So you just and, – and you locked up, you know, Metcalf. You got Metcalf. You got Lockett. You got a bunch of money spent in your, in your secondary. But two young tackles. Like, you like where you're going with this. Whatever happens here is, is gravy. Seattle's really window is going to be two, three years from now. So – I, I just think this year, if you're Seattle, this is the best of both worlds. Because exciting team, you get to go on this ride, but this was all unexpected, and it, we really know that it's it's going to come to an end. This isn't a great team, so it's, you're just playing with house money right now. But they've got some games coming up. The Cardinals, uh, I don't, think, I don't think terrify you. The Buccaneers are a mess. Mm. That's at home. Where's that? Oh, that's in that's, Seattle. That's in Seattle. Ooh. Then you got the Raiders, who. Just put up yeah, a but goose see, egg. The league is so topsy-turvy, man. They saying, could easily lose all three of those. Raiders, Rams, Panthers. Like, there's some... That's the toughest one of the four. This can this can build. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's the toughest oh, one of the four. Reminder, that Bucks game's in Germany. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, oh. That's right. Well, Tom will get all liquored up and, you know, some all right. German lady and go Seahawks. Okay, the poll question is on Twitter. At 1080, the fan. Vote, vote hard. Uh, NFL trade deadline came and went today, and there were a lot of moves. We'll recap all of them next. Uh, but right now, here's a recap of them with uh, Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, the NFL trade deadline today was awesome. A bunch of moves. I can't remember a better trade deadline in the NFL. Normally, it's not even really much of a thing. Well, it's the most we've ever had at the at the deadline. So yeah, it's and, becoming a thing. Thanks to the Rams. Yeah, last year, kind of going all in. Everybody's and, copying the Rams. Well, it kind of feels now a little bit more like the Major League Baseball deadline, where you got buyers or sellers. And yeah, I do like too that a lot of teams are looking ahead, like with the Bradley Chubb and the T.J. Hawkinson moves, where you're like, look, these guys are. are Pro Bowl level players, but we don't want to pay them. And anytime you're talking about, you know, a guy being up for a contract that's a Pro Bowl player, you have to start thinking, is he going to want the most expensive contract? And, you know, 
Jamal Adams, right? Or you make a deal like with the Dolphins and Bradley Chubb, and you gave up a first for him, you're going to pay him. You're not just going to let him walk. So, uh, you know, I, I love that there's – it's not just buyers and sellers. It's looking ahead and, and being like, hey, we can't pay this guy, so let's see if we can get more for him now. It's become a fun little fantasy football <clears throat> thing. So the Broncos dealt Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins, um, and they get the first-round pick that they got from the Niners, or one of them, in the Trey Lance trade-up deal. Yeah. So when the Niners traded up to get Trey Lance, <clears throat> the Dolphins got three first-round picks. All three have now been traded in packages <laughs> to get Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb. Well, and, and so this is the thing. If, if, you're, if you're talking about getting first-round picks, right, your, your chances of hitting on a first-round pick are about 50-50. And it gets a little harder when you talk about quarterbacks, but you know, roughly across the, the entire first round, it's a little less than 50%. Um, what you're doing by by and Waddle was drafted, so you took a flyer on him, but he, he's turned out to be very good. But you know, with Tyree Kill and Bradley Chubb, you know what you're getting, <clears throat> like you. But you're just having to pay. You're not getting the benefit of cheap rookie deals, but you are getting proven playmakers. Like there's no one you're going to draft that you're going to look at and be like, well, that's the next Tyree Kill, or with Bradley Chubb. Now his thing is, can he stay healthy? But you know, you can't just say that first-round picks are better than that unless you're talking about just salary cap. And you're right, there are some teams that seem to be just giving the salary cap the finger and saying we're going all in right now, a la what the Rams did. So other moves. Uh, remember Calvin Ridley? I'd forgotten about him. Yep. When he was the guy suspended for betting on his team. Yes. The Falcons. And he and the Falcons have, have kind of started to build a young receiving core, and he didn't want to be there, and they didn't want him, and so thanks for coming. So the Jags, even though he's suspended for the whole season, mm -hmm. this season, the Jags have put together a package uh, for him. Now, this one's a little bit complicated, but... It's all incentive-based. They're giving up conditional picks in 2023 and 2024. In 2023, the maximum pick they'll give up is a fifth, and then it can be up to a second in 2024, but like you said, it's all incentives not worth uh, getting into. Yeah. The Lions... Oh, well, but Ridley to the Jags is good. Well, I mean, look. that's a nice... That's a... I mean, I don't yes. know. If it gets up to a second, like the the one condition I guess you should know is that if they pay a second for that, mm -hmm. it's because they signed him long term. Yeah. So it's a win win for them. It's like if we do if this does work out and we do sign him, then yes, we have to give up a higher pick, but then that means it works out for you. People forget when when he came into the league now his last year there, that was, you know, the injuries and it was funky at thirty grabs, but his first four years in the league, sixty four, sixty three, ninety. Uh, catches with 10, 7, and 9 touchdowns. His production is that of a big-time number one wide receiver. And Jacksonville spent some money to go get some wideouts. And you take a flyer on, on this with Calvin Ridley, even if it ends up being a two, you are potentially, potentially getting a, a, a world-class number one wide receiver in Calvin Ridley. Do you know who the all-time leading receiver is for the Jags? Because I was going to ask the question. It'll either be Keenan McCardell or Jimmy Smith. Uh, Smith is by far number one. Okay. Uh, then McCardell, then Mercedes Lewis. Those when when Smith and McCardell were there, and I was uh, with Keenan McCardell in Tampa. Good. Yeah, dude. they were good. They, those those Jags teams were were good. Is Mark Brunell and company? But I was going to ask, who is the last good receiver the Jags had? Uh, AR I mean, do you count AR fifteen? Alvin Robinson. Allen Robinson. Yeah. yeah. What did I say, Alvin? You said Alvin. Sorry, he's was, not a chipmunk. He is not a chipmunk. Yeah, he he would be, and and he was. Uh, underrated because well he was in Where's Jacksonville. He now? Uh, he's with the uh, the Rams. Oh, that's right. And not doing anything because the Rams aren't doing anything. 
You mentioned Mercedes Lewis, too. That's a guy I still can't believe it every time I see he's out there playing. He's still playing for the Packers. He still plays? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, like, the guy was playing in the league when I was in high school, I swear. <laughs> I can't say that I knew he was still out there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Jags, though, always one year away from being one year away. you got to give them credit. Well, and this goes to an even – I mean, we can – there's so much football that can be discussed, but when you look at this, this class of quarterbacks that we, we got last year – um, dare I say right now, trending in the, the best direction is, is probably Justin Fields with what he's done the last two weeks. But, I mean, it's, it's bad because Justin Fields in some people's minds is a bust. Trey Lance has not looked good and he's hurt. Zach Wilson might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. Did you see he was pressured 16 times, 16 times uh, last game? And in those, he went one of 14 mm. with three picks, including... Mm. Arguably the worst interception you will ever see in your entire life. Well, he had two. But the one, well, I he mean. He had two in a row. It was. He was trying to throw it away both times, I think. It was nightmarish. It was bad. Yeah, so, he looked, that's as bad as he's ever looked. You've got him. Mac Jones, at some point, got benched for old Zappy. And you Trev. got. You got Trevor Lawrence. And I don't what do you like, think of Trev? It's. Is there a future for Trev? Well, I, look, it's it's far too early to to say, but they put a decent cast around him, and he has not he has not uh, uplifted his team. They are not winning close games, and you know you read through some of like the but advanced they're playing close games. If you read through some of the advanced analytics, people will tell you that he has not gotten better this year. In fact, in a lot of areas, he has regressed, and that is uh, that's that's troubling. So I just think when you look at this quarterback class, you know, you don't punt on anyone with the exception of maybe Zach. Uh, But it is not, there is not a surefire we have our franchise quarterback of any of those guys that were picked in in, in that draft. A couple of other moves. The Lions traded tight end TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. See, this is the one I thought if you're the Lions, you know, you're you're trying to build a good little core there. You suck, but your offense is good. Right, and you got St. Brown, and you got Hawkinson. You got two good backs. You've built a good offensive line. I kind of was under the idea that you've got a, a, a tight end you drafted three years ago, who's a Pro Bowl tight end, who's very productive. I just thought this was kind of one of those you keep a young building block, um, and to trade him in division, that's another kind of head scratcher there. But I think this just comes down to the only thing is just they weren't going to pay him. They just he wants a bunch of money because he's a Pro Bowl tight end, and they're like, no, we're not doing this, and we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go on the cheap. So to get him, the Lions swapped a fourth for a second next year, and they swapped fourths for twenty twenty four. Well, and the Vikings need it because Irv Smith is hurt again, and this basically means that they're moving on from Irv, and uh, he just can't stay healthy. And so, plug and play, you know, TJ comes in there, and and you know he'll he'll make that offense even better. And then uh, one other one worth mentioning, there were others, but um, the Bears selling off guys from their defense, but they picked up Steelers receiver Chase Claypool. Yeah, I, I really thought that Claypool would, would go to a contender. Um, Pretty steep price, too. They paid a second-round pick for him. Yeah, which is basically, I mean, that's what they, the Steelers drafted him for, so basically they're just getting a redo. Uh, and, you know, Claypool, he's talented, but you know, he was the guy that was kind of butting heads a little bit with uh, with Mike Tomlin and, I don't know that that and and they've got some young receivers that are that they just paid and with Pickens out of Georgia he probably became an expendable thing. I just kind of thought he would end up in a situation like Dallas um, or maybe even Baltimore that you would think a, a receiver was needed. 
Chicago stinks. They just got done selling everything off. But this just goes to show you that they're they're trying to do something to help Justin Fields. Like Fields, the last couple games, they've changed the way that they're playing offense. And I don't know why it took them this long, but they're running a little bit of the Philadelphia uh, uh, Baltimore stuff where they're actually moving him out of the pocket and letting him be an athlete and move around and not ask him to make full field reads right now because he he's just terrible at it. And I can see why they're still trying to evaluate, like, hey, do we have a franchise guy here? Let's actually get him some help. And you go out and you get him a receiver that you would think that can kind of grow and develop with him. So little surprised that he didn't end up on a better team, but I, I, I get where Chicago is going with this. And this just in, apparently the Packers did not know that today was the NFL trade deadline. I don't know. Weird. Every year, man, they just... Dude, what are they doing? I don't know. Wake up! I I don't know. Good grief. At least the Cowboys tried. Tried. The report was they were really close to getting Brandon Cooks. And they couldn't quite figure it out. Couldn't quite figure out the deal. I don't don't know. And all their receivers are hurt. And you would think that it's go time there. It's like, I mean, I know that 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 six and seven seed in the NFC are, are wide open. And so you can't say that anyone's out of it. But, you know, if you're Green Bay, are you really holding on to the fact that you played okay and you ran the ball against Buffalo? Like, that's your big deal right now is that you were competitive against Buffalo? They do play Detroit next, so. (laughs) All right. Coming up, find out where the Ducks rank in the first college football playoff rankings. It is 349 on the fan. All right, the college football playoff rankings are coming out. First ones for this season, and that will be shortly. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that in the Jamboree. I did want to pass this along. You were talking about the um, ads, you know, like when you're you're watching a television show and it's really low, and so you crank it way up, and then the ad comes on and it's extremely loud. Yeah. Uh, this from our boss, Jeff Baton Rouge, who yeah. never ceases to contribute to our show. Well, clearly he's paying attention. The Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, who governs our every word Yes, here. Poop. Right. We're allowed to say poop. They're listening to you right now. But you can't say the S word. No, you can't do that. Doesn't make any sense to me. I think you should. See see what happens. I can't. Say it. But you can say ass, but you can only say ass in conjuncture with certain words. Can you say penis? (laughs) The password is vagina. Can you say that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's well, we'll, am- we'll test. That's am- anatomically correct. We'll see if the FCC is listening. They're probably not. The boss right now is telling us to stop. Well, no one can hear us anyway. Yeah. Our app doesn't work. Yeah. How are they going to listen to us? <laughs> so he pointed this out from the FCC that television commercial advertisements sometimes seem louder than the show they accompany. TV stations, though, are prohibited from boosting the average volume of commercials to levels beyond the program and I'm sure under that the, they accompany. The watchful eye of the FCC, no one is violating that. Well, it's an a interesting note, a notation of notable note. I just can't. That it is illegal. I can't buy that. And you know what? I'm but it happens you, all the time. It does. And I'm telling you, the biggest, the biggest culprits, in my opinion, are like HBO and Showtime. If you're watching an HBO show, right, and you, whatever it is, you're watching Barry, you're watching Game of Thrones, whatever, I swear to the Jeebus above, the moment that show ends and they do the and it flashes the next HBO thing, it's seven times louder. It just it yeah. does the fuzzy thing and then the HBO logo comes up and then it's like an advertisement for Larry David and that music, it's three times louder. Sometimes I, I, I think the dialogue is lower though. Like when you watch, let's, let's say House of the Dragon. Yes. We, we both watch that, yes. right? So they're talking and they talk in these weird accents so it's hard to understand anyway and then they talk really soft. 
and you got the closed captioning on. And so then you're so you so you crank it way up during that. It's like, yeah. God, I can't hear it. Yeah. You crank it way up, and and you're still trying to figure out what they're saying because they whisper talk, or you like hear. one guy's dying and he's on his deathbed, and he's yeah. like saying something really important. And you're like, damn it! So you crank it to forty five, and then the dragon comes on, don't, and spins fire, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't agree more. I hope that didn't get you to turn off the radio. Agree more. It's ridiculous. Yes, the so ad- sometimes it's the show. Yeah, it happens. I need like, and then the ad comes on, and it's the same as the dragon. So I feel like the dialogue is the part that needs to be boosted. There needs to be some form of like old man hearing aid that adjusts the volume for me. That it just it, it knows what I need, and it boosts the, the the speaking parts, and it takes down everything else. Make that, you know, right. Elon, and I'll pay your $8 for your stupid blue check mark. Uh, the Jamboree is coming up next. Uh, some good names for the Auburn opening. Brian Harson shockingly fired over the weekend. <laughs> that don- About as shocking as the Steve Nash firing. That donkey gets $15 million. Did anyone think that that was going to work? That is, the, that is basically like we need a coach. No one wants our job. I don't know. That Harson guy was okay at Boise, so – Let's give that guy 20 million, 20 million bucks. But considering buyouts in the SEC, I got to think some Auburn fans or boosters or donors think they got off easy there, too. Well, yeah. that's that means nothing. The reason why he's got 50, only a $15 million buyout because he wasn't any good in the first place. Yeah, he's probably pissed about that. They're probably pissed that, that cheerleader thing or his assistant wasn't enough to get him fired with costs. They didn't have to pay him anything. I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't know if there was any, like his wife stayed with him. So whether there was any truth to that or not. Uh, if you don't remember, Harson brought with him a um, <clears throat> secretary from Boise State who just happened to be a Boise State cheerleader who just happened to be a very cute Boise State cheerleader, and there was some accusations swirling around that maybe they were doing more than filing papers uh, in the wee hours of the evening in his office. Now, I don't think anything was ever proven on that, and he still ended up being the coach. They didn't fire him or anything. And then his wife, of course, came out and was like, I love my husband. And, you know, there's lies and whatnot. I don't know what – I don't think anything ever came of it. But there was some talk that maybe Auburn knew about this and they were just doing it to try to get him out of there, you know, without having to pay him anything. But mm-hmm. they'll give him his $15 million. And I guess he gets $7 million of it, like, within the next 30 days. So that's kind of cool. And he can, you know, go get his next job at – wherever new mexico or something yeah i wonder where he's gonna land he's an offensive guy right no i think harson's a defensive guy if i'm not mistaken i don't think so i think he was oc at I'll, boise i'll look it up uh college football playoff rankings coming out here in just a few minutes too we'll tell you where the ducks land uh, all next in the jamboree on the fan this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.